It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last just... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist. And I thank each of you for listening today. Everyone that got up early to listen, thank you for listening. You know, as people make their New Year's resolution this year, so many of you made that same old resolution. I'm going to lose weight this year starting today. Well, actually, most people say I'm going to start on Monday. You know, not on Friday. Not on Wednesday, but on Monday. So they start on Monday, but by Thursday, their cravings have started to attack all their willpower. And they need just a little sugar or maybe just a few chips. In a few days, their New Year's resolution is just a memory. And some of their friends, especially their friends that have no weight to lose, call them weak-willed. You know, they're described as not having any willpower. So what is driving those cravings is the topic of our show today, and I've invited Tamara Brown to be our co-host to sort through this topic. You know, Tamara is a registered dietitian with a master's degree in public health and is also a licensed dietitian. So she must know a lot about cravings and metabolism. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> so Tamara, how many college classes address the topic of cravings? Well, that's a really interesting question to start off with today, Dar, because when I think back to my education and when I was in school, I'm afraid to say that not one single class was about cravings or metabolism, which you think one of them would be. You would think so, because, you know, 67% of the population has a weight problem now. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, in fact, I remember <laughs> when I joined Nutritional Weight and Wellness, you thought I should go back to my school and demand more comprehensive training. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> you remember me saying that, don't you? Yes, I do. Absolutely. So when you think about it, the truth is a lot of college courses are not very helpful for helping people control cravings and lose weight. But I have certainly learned a lot in the past couple of years. You have, yes. So there's many different cravings and solutions to cravings. And we've invited Nell Calls to join us later in the show to share her weight loss success and tell us how getting rid of cravings helped her lose 87 pounds. Wow. So stay tuned because Nell has a great deal of insight into her personal weight struggles and also into her personal cravings. It's great. It's going to be great information. Absolutely. It's a really great show this morning. So, of course, there are many people who have sugar cravings. Some people may just have chocolate cravings. Some people have chip cravings. I don't have those in my house, you know. Well, that's a good way to do it. Don't see it, don't eat it. Um, What about fast food? Can't imagine that one. (laughs) Crave fast food, sodas, lattes. Oh yes, those latte cravings are can be very intense. 
Or we can't forget about the bread cravers, pasta cravers, or the cheese and cracker cravers. Oh, yes. That's another one that I can't do. <laughs> yes. Have to admit some of these things. <laughs> that's the first step. So if you have a specific craving and want to know why you have it and how to get rid of it, you know, give us a call this morning at 651-641-1071. And I think, you know, after working with hundreds and hundreds of people, we've got the answer. Yes. And we see it day after day. So do you suffer from cravings? If you shake your head at that, yes, roll your eyes and say to yourself, absolutely, that's me, <laughs> then you are not alone because many Americans are plagued with food cravings. So people wonder, what is a craving exactly? You know, it's a compulsive, almost uncontrollable desire to eat a particular food such as sugar, chocolate, bread. So I question for you. Has a craving ever taken you over, taken over your steering wheel of your car and you've ended up in the fast food lane ordering French fries? I hear that one so often from clients. Absolutely. They're on their way home from work and suddenly they're in that fast food lane. And then they wonder, how did I get here? I what happened? <laughs> <laughs> totally uncontrollable uh -huh. sort of desires. And, you know, a lot of times um, when I work with clients, there's a lot of speculation about why do I have these cravings? And, you know, we have heard so many of those reasons, such as, you know, I just have no willpower. I'm weak and it's impossible to resist cravings and lose weight. That must be what the issue is. Uh huh. I've, yes, I've heard that one many times. Time and time again. Or uh, what about I attribute my cravings to my defiant nature? So if someone says I shouldn't eat something, I just crave it more and more. I just heard that one yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So here's one reason we often hear. You know, I give in to my cravings to reward myself for eating healthy most of the time. Yes. <laughs> and here's another one. And I bet a lot of people have said that. You know, my cravings come from my emotional problems. It's an emotional eating problem, my cravings. Yep. And I hear that one all the time, um, you know, making a reason for the cravings. Yes. So let's go ahead and stop a minute now and have Nell Calls join us in our discussion about cravings and, well, and weight loss. Welcome to the show, Nell. I am so excited to be here with you all. <laughs> I am a longtime listener and big fan of the show. So thank you. You're welcome. Well, we're excited to have you here today with us. So we just, you know, like we were talking just before the show, Nell, we just discovered that we've been actually doing this show for six years. It's amazing. And I've listened to every one of those being the nutritional weight and wellness nerd that I am. So... <laughs> <laughs> Groupie, I should say, right? <laughs> That's right. NWW Groupie. <laughs> so now, why don't you tell the listeners how many pounds you have lost? Because you look amazing. Thank you. And, you know, really, you just absolutely look great. I know the, I mean, it's amazing. And then mm -hmm. I remember you showing us 
A before picture. Yes, that scandalous before picture in the striped sweater. I remember that very well. Um, I showed it to to you in the office yeah. with uh, Nancy and Corey around, and I was it, it was people's jaws drop every, yes. whenever they see that picture. I mean, it's like you're not the same person. No, it's it's a very fluffy Nell Calls versus a very lean and and semi fit Nell Calls. <laughs> I mean, you've almost lost. Almost a whole person, haven't you? Exactly. Exactly. Well, by the time I'm done, I, I always say I want to lose another 20 pounds. By the time I'm done, I will have lost another whole person. So, um, and what you're saying about cravings and the messages we receive about cravings in this culture is dead on. It's so focused on behavior and emotions and, um, you know, you can just, you know, lose weight if you, um, if you chew gum and, and blow through your <laughs> cravings or take a bubble bath when you feel a craving coming on. I got so many of those messages over the 13 times in, in 25 years that I was on the Weight Watchers program. Um, I started my 13 first times 13 over times over 25 years. Now, that's that's the kind of the old adage of you, you expect different results by doing the same thing. So finally, when I was 37, I woke up and realized I have to try something different. And... <clears throat> That came about when I actually heard Wendy Cates Dancer say her very famous, if you're fat, it's not your fault line on this show. Okay. And that perked my ears up right away because I don't, I've been taught it is my fault. It very much is my fault. Um, I don't have, I'm weak willed. I don't have the, uh, I don't have what it takes. Uh, That's I, what you had heard all the time. All the time. You don't have what it takes. I would find that when I was on Weight Watchers, I would reach the longest I could stay on the program was six months. And then my cravings would get so intense, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I would just, um, I would kind of lose it. So, um, and lose it meaning, I would find myself in the kitchen and and eating compulsively, eating nonstop. compulsively. Cold pizza was a favorite. Yep. Um, I couldn't have pizza in my house, in the refrigerator especially, without it staring at me. And I'm not kidding. It feels like food is staring at you. I, I have a sister-in-law who's French, and she's very thin, and she has this nonchalant attitude about food. And I was always like, wow, how does she do that? How does she just... How is how are there M and M's in her house and she's not you know looking for at them or feeling them and and waiting to eat them kind of thing like she could just have a pack of M and M's in her house for for months and never and and never bother with them and whereas I if there was something in the house that I craved I had to eat it it was almost it was a compulsion mm-hmm. it was very much a compulsion so I think every time I start I did Weight Watchers it, it got more and more intense those cravings got more and more intense and then I found myself at a pretty hopeless place in my life before I I saw Car for the first time at Nutritional Weight and Wellness uh, I was. I was bereft is the only way I can describe it, thinking that this problem will never get better. I will always be in this struggle to I it's always it was always about my pants getting tighter. So I could feel <laughs> my pants getting tighter. I knew, oh, I've got to join Weight Watchers. That yeah. was my So now why did you yeah. make that first appointment with uh Kara? What 
what, you know, what draw, like Linda, who was on our show last week, said her sister drug her into my office, right. <laughs> kicking and screaming. Right. I had nobody to drag me in. <laughs> um, like I said, I had that wonderful line from Wendy, mm-hmm. but still it wasn't enough. But it was from listening to the show. It was from listening to the show. And I think it was specifically that, that program um, with Gary Taubes. Yes. Uh, where you had him on, yes. and he's the good guy, uh, good calories, bad calories guy, and he he was uh, the way you interviewed him. I finally understood that. Wow, what I'm going to do, what I'm doing, is never going to work. Uh, I, you know, diets, mm-hmm. different diets. I need some. I need some customized help. I think that was the biggest thing to realize is. Um, and I'd also had my son and I had quite a few um, complications during my pregnancy that I, I believe now I would never have had had my diet been squared away. Um, and so it was that. And then it was the fact that I'm going to be raising a child that has the same physiology as me. Right, and I don't bio. want him to have this struggle. It was it has been such a monkey on my back mm-hmm. for 37. Well, you know, since I started gaining weight, probably at age seven, um, 30 years. 30 years. And yes. um, I'm not kidding when I when I say it's no hyperbole that I believe it feels like I've been let out of jail when I don't by not having any cravings anymore and and being able to manage my cravings now so um, but like I said it's a, it's, it's been really an evolution understanding pro- that whole biochemistry of ca- cravings absolutely that's mm-hmm. why anything that that falls short of that conversation is chew gum and take a bubble bath and is actually insulting. chewing gums makes you, makes your cravings worse right so. and especially sugarless gum yes that was definitely. the advice i heard from an expert <laughs> on one of these um exercise diet shows so yeah it's 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 so, been pretty funny now how many pounds have you lost because you haven't told us this yet You've been keeping that a secret through this conversation. 87 total. Oh, 87 total. Wow. That's yeah. great. So yeah. we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So many people still have a fair fear, a big fear of eating healthy fats. You know, they put fats in one category. They're bad, but that's not true. So I want to share some good health benefits of good fats. So let's look at nuts, macadamia nuts. Oh, lots of people are afraid of macadamia nuts. Well, they're high in minerals, magnesium, calcium, and potassium, and contain certain anti-cancer properties. Pecans lower blood cholesterol and are high in minerals, especially zinc. Olive oil lowers blood pressure, slows oxidation of the LDL cholesterol, and protects against colon cancer. Most people need about a tablespoon of healthy fats per meal. You know, the low-fat, no-fat offers no benefits. So if you have questions today for Nell or Tamara or myself, call us. It's 651-641-1071. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low carb or low fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. 
To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Before the break, Dara was sharing the health benefits of healthy fats. You know, I often hear from clients, I am worried my cholesterol will go up if I eat avocados because avocados are so high in fat. Oh, we've heard that a million times, haven't we? Yes, we have. But what is the truth? The truth is that avocados contain eight cholesterol-lowering vitamins. Isn't that interesting? Eight cholesterol-lowering vitamins. It's really interesting, Mm -hmm. including... Thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, biotin, vitamin E, folic acid, vitamin K, and pantothenaic acid. This is the science of nutrition, not just fears and myths based on hearsay. And that's the difference between knowing the facts and knowing about nutrition versus the myths. Absolutely. So let's take a few callers this morning. Good morning, Laura. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question for us? I do. I have a question regarding cravings after eating. Okay. What kind of cravings do you have? A craving for sweet after eating a nice dinner. Okay. We have a perfect answer for that. Okay. I think what's happening is that your zinc level might be low. Oh, okay. And that's one of the, that's one of the behaviors that when your zinc level is low, you crave sweets after a meal. So we have a great zinc test. It's a, called the Zinc Challenge, and it's actually liquid zinc. And you can walk into any of our offices and ask them, give me the zinc test. And you just put this in your mouth for about 20 seconds, and if, it tastes, if you can't taste it, mm-hmm. it really indicates that you're really low on zinc. And um, so by taking extra zinc, now you, you said you take extra zinc. I mean, just before we went on air, you were talking about that. Yes, I take uh, 100 milligrams. Now, that's a lot a day. Um, I do a lot of uh, hot yoga, so I sweat a lot. That's one of the ways you lose zinc. And so my nutritionist has me on 100 milligrams of zinc a day. And um, I was telling Tar, I always fail that test she's talking about because I'm one of those people. I'm a sweet craver after a meal. And so I know that when I am thinking the chocolate looks really good or cookies look really good after a meal that I have to up my zinc level that I'm losing too much. So, yeah. So if you're, you know, another, you know, some people lose zinc because they have a lot of diarrhea. Some people Mm -hmm. like you are sweating it out, you know, so different ways of losing zinc Mm -hmm. or maybe you just haven't been eating enough foods high in zinc, which would be again, nuts and meat are Mm -hmm. the highest in zinc. So, yeah. So anyway, that's that's some ideas for you. That um, great. So you know, pop into one of our offices and and you can actually be you know get a zinc test. So. Well, thank you. I will do that. Okay. Thanks for okay, the question. Thanks for answering my question. Yep. Bye bye. Bye. So let's um, let's see here. Good morning, Mary. Uh, you have a question today. Good morning. Mm, missed her. Let's see. Somehow I lost her. So let's go. Uh, Diana? Yes. Good morning. You have a question, I think, about chocolate. Chocolate, yes. I um, <laughs> never. I used to be able to just pick up a little piece of t- 
chocolate, take a bite, and put it down, and be done for the day. And now all I do is want to eat chocolate. Well, who wants to answer that one? Come on, tomorrow. Well, um, supplement-wise, one idea, if you're having particularly a lot of chocolate cravings, that could actually be a sign of having low magnesium levels. Okay. And... Many Americans are deficient in magnesium because if we think about foods that are high in magnesium, that would again be like green leafy veggies, nuts and seeds, and high quality meats. So if we're not getting a lot of those kinds of foods in the diet, then we may not be getting enough of magnesium and that can then lead to chocolate cravings. How much magnesium would you add? Um, I'm 57 and take a multi and the D and the B and all kinds of vitamins. So how would I know? Well, I mean, I think one of the things is most people need about 400 milligrams of extra magnesium. Okay. I don't know, Nell, because of the fact that you sweat a lot, do you... Yeah. Do you take more than that? No, I t- I, that's about what I, w- I, I take. Um, when I was having sleep problems, I was up to 800 milligrams mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Um, magnesium uh, glycinate or a chelated form of some kind um, of magnesium. But I find that when I eat, you know, at least once a day, a nice grass-fed burger, uh, I find that I sleep better and it's because of the magnesium and the zinc. And I don't crave, um, usually when I have, you know, some nice, nice grass fed beef in my diet that particular day. So, you know, one of the things that I do is I take 300 milligrams of magnesium in the morning and 300 at night because it helps to manage my blood pressure. Mm. So there's lots of reasons that people need to take magnesium, extra magnesium. And that's all like, Nels had a chelated form, which is usually like a magnesium glycinate, which is absorbable, but doesn't give you diarrhea. Yes, so that's very important. <laughs> so, well, and then you won't have chocolate cravings. If I'm eating a lot of, um, I don't eat a lot of red meat, mm-hmm. but I certainly eat a lot of protein. All day long I get different portions of different kinds of protein. I eat my vegetables and But some people just aren't getting enough. For some reason our you know, our our soil doesn't have enough in it. And so I think the it's at least over sixty percent of the population is really deficient in, in magnesium. So and they're adding finding a little it, red meat, would that be good too? It would be good. But I would add, I would add a supplement because I think you might probably have other symptoms that uh, indicate that you need more magnesium. Okay. And okay. the supplements are really wonderful because it chills you out. <laughs> you yeah. get to sleep better and it calms you down. It's wonderful. All right. So thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition this morning, and thanks for the question. Thank you, and so, thanks for being on the air. Oh, thank you. So we're going to take one more caller this morning here, and uh, let's see. Get on the right place here. Maria, good morning. You have a question for us this morning? Yes. My, my question is about coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have recommended that previously, so I was looking at a jar the other day, but I wasn't sure how to use it in my diet. What, do you have some ideas on well, how we could prepare foods or, or even eat it? You know, it's something that is you can use higher heat with coconut oil. Okay. So I often cook my eggs in it or I saute my vegetables. 
you know, we got the deli expert here, the deli mm. detective expert on today. Yes. Tamara, you know all about coconut oil. Um, well, since it's a high-quality fat, I mean, basically you can use it in any of the applications like you would a high-quality fat. So sautéing, um, you can make desserts with it for at least a healthier option using coconut oil. Um, You can use it as a healthy fat if adding some to a protein shake. That would work. Um, Basically anything. Yep. Any kind of cooking application, you can use coconut oil. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for the question. So let's get back to talking a little bit about what you've done in in you know because you know we we talked about this is a show on cravings mm-hmm. and I know you used to have cravings a lot of cravings very intense cravings very intense cravings that you know derailed my life to a certain extent I mean I wouldn't be sitting here um, eighty seven pounds thinner and and haven't had some you know what caused that and, and you know now would you just talk to people about um. Pie crust. Pie crust. (laughs) (laughs) Pie crust. I told Dar before we started the show that um, there's a formula that you can get at Nutritional Weight and Wellness called Crave Control. And really, it was that made all the difference in the early days of me losing weight to being able to manage my cravings um, and sometimes eliminate them completely, which was you know, astonishing to me that that could happen after so many years of, of that. But um, this summer we were on a trip, a family vacation in Lanesboro, and uh, there's this wonderful pie shop on the bike trail. Uh, <laughs> and my friend and I slid into the pie shop three times over the course of the weekend. And after that weekend, I noticed right away, now that I've been living the weight and wellness and eating the weight and wellness way for almost two and a half years now, I noticed I, things that used to happen automatically um, and would go under my radar, now I notice. So, for example, when I eat pie crust, I can inst- instantly feel that itchy tongue feeling, which is my code for... <laughs> craving. It just feels like your tongue just, it it wants something. You want something very, very badly and you're not hungry. There's no, you know, nothing motivating it other than you just want it. I think so many people can relate to that now. Absolutely. That it's really interesting, your description of an itchy tongue. Yeah. But it's really wanting something and you know you're not hungry and it's just it's a craving. It's a, it's cravings. Um, you know, nothing. I would even equate it to like maybe something like an alcoholic or a drug addict would right. feel. Um, just a f- a physical craving. Um, and so we had these wonderful pieces of pie. the The pie shop is just ph- phenomenal, and it, so it was really. I, you know, I do this calculation in my head. Is this going to be worth it? It, it was they all the pies are made with, you know, really good ingredients. And so, yes, it was very worth it. Um, but then I, I, I now know that I have to manage those cravings. I know that after three pieces of pie over the course of a weekend, I'm going to be really craving. You're things. out of balance again. I'm going to be out of balance. So. You know, when I was initially starting the program or eating the weight and wellness way, I like to say, um, I was on Crave Control. I'd take it um, six pills a day, two before, two pills before each meal. Mm -hmm. And I did that for three months when I was first starting, and it made all the difference. It really, it was almost like it, 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 
got me over the hump of yes. being able to eat in a healthy, balanced way. Now, how I use Crave Control and other supplements like zinc and glutamine is um, in more of a management mode. So I'll have a bottle of Crave Control, and I'll, I, before major holidays, K- Kristen Gunderson usually sees me in the office buying my bottle of Crave Control because I know that you know if I fall off, you know my eating plan, that I need that bottle of Crave Control the following week to really <laughs> keep me balanced. And Crave Control has some wonderful things in it like glutamine and vitamin C and um, neurotransmitters that really hook up that chemical piece, biochemical piece you're talking about. It's got the the precursors for Mm -hmm. your neurotransmitters. Yep, and keeps me happy without having to eat a lot of pie crust. You know, it's not not something that's harmful for anyone. It's just, it just balances your brain chemistry better for and it's it's usually it's for people to use temporarily. It's not Absolutely. something that most people need ongoing, but Right. I just need it. It's it's like my little safety valve for when I eat pie crust. <laughs> get back over the hump then. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I get right back on track and it and it and it just keeps me because I know one of the things that overweight people struggle with is this constant, oh, I've done it. Now I've done it. I've fallen off the wagon. I'm just gonna go back to my old ways. It's pointless. It's really pointless. I'm hopeless about this. And what what that supplement and just eating balanced, eating um you know, the weight and wellness way, which we'll talk about in a little bit, mm-hmm. is has done for mm-hmm. me is really put me in more of a management mode. And so it's really, really helped me mm-hmm. a lot. So we're going to take another break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company that brings you life-changing nutritional information. You know, after break, Nell is going to talk about you know, some of the nutritional counseling that she received from Cara and some life-changing classes that have really helped her. So we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before break, um, we mentioned that Nell is here to share some of her journey of health and weight loss. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... One of the classes that I have recently just come off of is the Nutrition for Weight Loss class. I had the opportunity to take that class in, I think it was the first time it was offered. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I felt very privileged to be able to do that. And I thought after, so I just took it recently. So I thought, you know, what more could they possibly teach me about this topic? Because because I I had been seeing Cara for two years on and off. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the approaches that I took is that I prioritized this weight loss journey in my life. So I didn't just go see Cara once. I felt like I needed to see her on a regular basis Mm -hmm. in that first two years. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw her for the initial consultation, which took two hours and it was so thorough and Cara so wonderful. And there was this year that um, I started in June of 2008. And there was a year where I, I couldn't really accept that you know, this, I couldn't accept the change. So I would kind of go on the weight and wellness way and off it, you know, Mm -hmm. going through Menards and saying, "Hmm, those M&Ms look really good. And a (laughs) bottle of Coke looks good. So I was still kind of doing that in that year. But then I'd go on the program and realize, hmm, I feel really good. Still seeing Cara, but no, no weight was being lost, but I wasn't gaining, which was huge because Mm I gain weight regularly on a regular basis. So, and as I said, my pants were feeling like they were getting tighter when I first went to see her. So then in July of 2009, I kind of made the decision, I'm going to go back on Crave Control. I'm going to really recommit myself to this process. 
And I went back to see Cara again and we kind of got a new, you know, focus and new plan. And that's when things started to happen for me. Um, I started on a trajectory of losing five pounds a month, which mm-hmm. was a very, you know, s- sane. Really sane way to do it. Yes. I realized it was a process. It wasn't going to happen overnight. Um, but I also feel like this weight is never going to come back. I've come off of years of losing weight and realizing that it's going to come back on. And I truly feel like it's never coming back. So then, and I think what the the big difference is, you really have changed your lifestyle, haven't absolutely. you? Absolutely, it's changed everything about the what I buy at the grocery store, um, what kind of physical activity I can participate in. Mm-hmm. It's changed everything. Um, it's changed my mood. I'm I've suffered with anxiety for years and years, and um, it's played a big part in in helping, you know, therapy and other things kind of take yes. because my brain is now working. working and firing <laughs> and it's, it's, there's no underlying cause for just like a simple, you know, food addiction um, or food cravings that are causing, you know, brain problems for me. So I know that when I, you know, do have those in- instances of anxiety, I can manage them a lot better. Um, so then, you know, on this weight loss journey, I, as everyone does and everybody who's had kind of a weight loss process that's taken longer than six months, um, you reach a plateau. And so when I started the Nutrition for Weight Loss class this fall, I was at a very sticky plateau. Nothing was happening. And I was kind of right at the 60-pound mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went in the course of, of that. I had two nutrition counseling appointments, which were awesome. So for the for the price of the class, you get two you know individual consultations. And that's the part that I think that's what makes nutritional weight and wellness different, different from every other program I've tried is that individualization because I get a supplement plan. I got a meal plan that's individualized just for my needs. I realized that in order to get that scale going again, I had to give up temporarily give up dairy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would never have put that together had I not had that, you know, weight loss counseling appointment. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, and then, and I met another great nutritionist in the process, Anna Durhock, which everyone (laughs) here knows. So I have Cara and Anna to help me through this, but then um, the classes were awesome. And I learned so much every week. And to this day, it was to, to say this is amazing, but it was at Saturday at 9 a.m. and I would spring out of bed <laughs> to go to these classes because they were so much fun. And the camaraderie and just the, you know, just the really supportive nature of the classes and non-shaming and um, it's a wonderful mm-hmm. environment mm-hmm. to lose weight. And and it's, and it's then the, the program is geared for people to lose weight and you lose weight. I lost just in that time that I was in the class, I lost um, 12 to 13 pounds mm-hmm. and my plateau has been bowled through and I'm wow, on another, I'm great. on a trajectory to lose that last 20 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so that's great. I can't say enough good things about the nutrition counseling is by far has been the most helpful piece. And then these classes are wonderful. But actually, I just remembered that um, the first experience I had with nutritional weight and wellness was a jumpstart your metabolism class. Oh, okay. And that was kind of another piece to the puzzle. Like, wow, I really, I recognized myself in those slides. So of, <laughs> of the fluffy people, <laughs> as I like to say. <laughs> so, well, that's great. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, you've, 
each step you've learned more about yourself and more about your biochemistry. Absolutely. And now you, it's like that's part of managing your cravings. Absolutely. I know, I know what's going to set me off. I know a right. big plate of pasta is going to be nothing, nothing good is going to come of that. Exactly. <laughs> so I think what we should do before our next break is take a, a quick caller here. Uh, good morning, Mary. You have a question about your daughter. Good morning, Mary. Let's see. She has yeah. canker sores quite often. Oh, hi there. Yeah, and in the same place every time. Okay. And how old is your daughter? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So usually what I think of is um, when people have canker sores, it's an indication that for some reason their immune system is not working as well as it should. And often that is because maybe they're eating something that they are sensitive to. And the obvious things that people are often sensitive to are gluten. And so that's the stuff that's in wheat and rye and barley and oats, you know. And so sometimes that reduces people's immune system. So then they become sensitive and it comes out as a canker sore. The other thing that sometimes might be would be uh, dairy products. You know, the the protein that's in milk is sometimes causes that to happen. And maybe the third thing to look at would be eggs. I mean, there are some people that are sensitive. In fact, my son has an egg sensitivity, and he used to get canker sores just like that. We, he gave up the eggs, and the canker sores went away. So we know a lot about canker sores in our okay. family. That's interesting. <laughs> eggs. Okay. Yep. And so, you know, I used to try to be feeding him eggs every morning because I thought he needed them. <laughs> well, he didn't. So... And so, again, looking at each person's body is, you know, it's just look at that and, and eliminate some of those things. And I bet you'll find that the canker sores go away. And, of course, you know, if it's sugar, well, that's another thing that um, decreases your immune system by about 50% for several hours. I see. So, yeah. you know, it could, be, it could be the Mountain Dew. I mean, it's hard to know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'll have to really check into what she doesn't eat a lot. She doesn't drink um, pop, but um, she she does like sugar. <laughs> yep. Well, that might be the culprit. Mm-hmm. So you know, get her to give it up for three or four weeks and see if uh, it doesn't clear up for her. Okay. I'll see what I can do. Thank okay. you so much. Yes. Thank you for the call. All right. Bye bye. So we're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you want or need to lose weight. And you know that you need a plan based on nutrition because that's going to give you, just like it has for now, long-term success. Then the class that she was talking about, Nutrition for Weight Loss, is probably your solution. It is actually 12 classes. It's full of motivation and packed with information. It's You get two one-hour nutrition consultations. So you meet with a nutritionist for two hours And so you're getting three months of support, direction, and these are great nutrition educators. So if you want more information, check our website. It's weightandwellness.com, or you can give us a call at 651-699-3438, and we'd be happy to answer any questions for you. And we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to Dishing of Nutrition. I want people to realize that we have classes in Lakeville. Maple- Lakeville, yes. <laughs> yes, Lakeville. Maple Grove. Maple Grove, yes. <laughs> Andover, North Oaks, Wyzetta, Chanhassen, and St. Paul. 
And we offer both evening and daytime classes. And our Nutrition for Weight Loss class, which we just talked about, it's an awesome class. They start up next week. So if you want to sign up, you can sign up online or give our office a call at 651-699-3438. And Nell, you have a blog, don't you? I do. I've been blogging about my weight loss journey and things that actually work and kind of some of the things that I've come up come next to in the past about weight loss. It's called My Life Lived with Fat.wordpress.com. And the title is going to lead us into our next uh, conversation about what to eat because it's kind of like I lived with fat my whole life, but now I'm living with fat in a different way in that I eat fat to lose fat. So it's it's a play on on that kind of idea that Dar will lead us into talking about. So first, would tell us the name of your blog again. How do people get there? It's so. um, www.mylifelivedwithfat.wordpress.com. Okay. So we are going to take a couple of callers and we need a longer show. Yeah, we do. I mean, we, we got do. so much. We would Especially love to when talk. I'm on, right, Doc? Yeah, <laughs> so much to talk about this morning. But um, so good morning, Lucy. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. What a great show. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> um, you talked about zinc and magnesium for, for uh, salt and chocolate cravings. I was wondering, I mine is evening. I, I eat well all day. I eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Healthy things all day. I eat a healthy dinner, and then I, the evening hours, I could just continue to eat yeah. anything. Yeah. Now, do you want to kind of lead off on this one? I can identify. I'm an eve. I was an evening craver. I'm a recovering evening craver, <laughs> and I find that when I skip any of my meals or snacks um, throughout the day, that my cravings in the evening are noticeable and palpable. Um, so, what I eat, I eat. PFC. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Protein, fat, and carb in balance five to six times a day. So I'll eat my breakfast, um, you know, eggs cooked in butter, coconut oil with a little bit of goat cheese and some maybe a little sausage thrown in there with um, broccoli slaw or some kind of vegetable. And then I'll two, two to three hours later, I usually try to get it two two to two and a half hours later, I'll have my mid-morning snack, which could be a beef stick or an egg with, um, you know, 16 almonds. I've got this very precisely down because <laughs> yes. I hate my evening cravings. You can tell. <laughs> and then um, I'll have like half an apple. Then I'll eat my lunch two hours later. And then about three hours later, I'll eat a um, that mid-afternoon snack is the one. If I skip that mid-afternoon snack, that's when I know that I'll either wake up in the middle of the night because my blood sugar will have crashed or I get the cravings for a piece of toast and or a a piece of toast with with butter hopefully but I'll get um, cravings for crackers um, cookies and then um, after that snack I'll have my dinner around six o'clock and I'll eat you know just a fantastic dinner and um, I always have a midnight uh, not a midnight snack a bedtime snack Mm -hmm. and last night for example I had had half a cup of raspberries with uh, half a cup of whipped cream with a little bit of vanilla and um, I sprinkle a few dark chocolate bits Um, at Whole Foods you can get these um, seven 70% cocoa dark chocolate um, chips. And so you can sprinkle a few of those on there. And it's like you're having a big fluffy dessert, but it keeps you asleep and it keeps you um, not craving. So that's that's what I do. And it, it really helps. But 
you know, really eating that protein, carb, and fat is what will keep the cravings away. And I think what happens is, Lucy, people come off of a, a stressful day. And stress kind of keeps your blood sugar up. And if you haven't eaten enough through the day, you get home and then your huh. blood sugar drops. And you, 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 just, you don't even feel shaky or irritable, but your blood sugar is down and you have cravings. So the first, always the first thing on controlling cravings is to keep your blood sugar controlled. Right, right. And, and you always talk about eating in balance protein, carb, and fat right. to keep that blood sugar balanced. And again, like five or six times a day is the, the trick to that. That sounds great. And the carbs, can you, like when it's the snack, your carbs are never bread. No, right? never bread. <laughs> you know, Unfortunately. Fruit, fruit or vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Never crackers because that just leads to more crackers. Yeah, and you ne- you don't miss it. If you really, I, I thought I would miss it so much more than I do because I'm a big toast person. I would love my toast. And I even tried to con Cara into letting me have that for my bedtime snack, a t- toast. And what if I put butter on it? And she, re- you know, would kind of give me that, hmm, okay, well, you try that for yourself and see how that works for you (laughs) and it never worked so but you really really if you just give it a try you'll feel so good and you won't miss it okay and like i just i I wanted to like that queen quina stuff quinoa is that a that's that's a a good carb it's a you know but so if you made like uh, we've got a great recipe for turkey quinoa stew and that would be a great lunch or a great dinner Mm -hmm. so but yeah. probably I've got something that looks like a a grain or something. Well, okay. Well, then the quinoa would probably be, or wild rice would probably be the next. Excellent. Those two things. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I think what we'll do is we'll catch another caller here, Caroline. Good morning. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Thanks for taking the call, and I'm happy to just take the answers off air. But I'm interested in. Your opinions about about good cravings, if there exists such a thing. For example, if I'm deficient, and I really need a beef, and yes. I'm craving that hamburger. Is that a good thing, That's or a I great let my thing. body get yes? Go your too body far? is telling you that you need whatever you know. You need more amino acids, or you need more zinc, or something. And I think those are great things. And I think if we start eating healthier all the time, our body actually kind of leads us that way mm-hmm. and i you know i crave vegetables i crave grapefruit sometimes <laughs> yeah and i certainly i do crave uh, good meat several times yes yeah yep Great. i think thank that's, you yeah good question <laughs> so well let's see i know we only have a few minutes but i think that um you know one of the things that we really wanted to kind of get across to people and we've talked a little bit about that is Probably the number one thing to eliminate cravings is what? What do you think is the number one thing? What do we have to do every day, several times a day? Eat. Eat. Yes. In balance. Eat in balance. And all of these, I, I can't tell you, I was watching The Biggest Loser recently, and um, and I won't make a practice of that because I, I, don't, I don't particularly like the way they treat the overweight people on that show. But um, one of the advice people, the, these trained experts, and I'm using the air quotes when I use experts, was saying that you need to eat sugarless gum when you feel, distra- uh, feel a craving coming on. And my instant thought was to yell at the TV, no, you eat. And I think that that's 
all all of the you know with all the January first issues of you know magazines coming out with all these fad diets, there's so much bad advice about what you should do when you have feel a craving coming on. And I'm not kidding when I was told by many many people take a bubble bath, take a walk. Um, no one ever told me until. I went to see Kara to eat and to eat mm-hmm. good and mm-hmm. in, in balance. And it's the one thing that has has stopped the cravings. You know, I think of the difference is about our type of nutrition is we really look at balancing the biochemistry. Yes. So we balance. We start with blood sugar. We balance that biochemistry. We start with brain chemistry and we balance that biochemistry. And it's it's you know, it, it's sort of simple, isn't it? It is almost it, too simple. It's almost too simple. And people can't, I, for some reason, it seems like there's a lot of stubbornness out there and a lot of, there's so much bad information out there. Well, yeah. well we've been, we've been told over and over and over, we have to starve mm-hmm. to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's almost like we have to be punished and starve mm-hmm. it, rather than getting up and having a nice breakfast. Yeah. So now... Thanks for being on today. It was such a pleasure. I had so much fun. (laughs) Tamara, thanks for being on. You're welcome. Okay, Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year.